Well, last Friday night, Merrimack held a town hall meeting with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Mark Dennehy, and uh, the director of athletics, Glenn Hoffman. And uh, Glenn Hoffman joins us here to talk about that. And uh, Glenn, first of all, on Friday, uh, your thoughts on the uh, the turnout seemed like a pretty good turnout there over in Cassio Hall. Yeah, I was pleased, Mike. I mean, I think you know, anytime you do something like that for the first time, especially, you really don't know how many people are going to show up because you don't know how well you've explained what's going to really happen. And, and so I was pleased with the people that were there. I was pleased with a lot of the questions that were asked. Um, and just the general level of enthusiasm and you know I mean I think that's the type of thing we may try to do every year just so that we can another way to connect with people but yeah for the first time I was pretty pleased. We're going to talk a little about uh, what you focused on Friday night but first of all the not sure everybody's aware of it, but uh, some changes that weren't immediate, uh, immediately obvious when you come into the rink this year, the ice bread, ice, new ice bed in this rink, uh, the new compressor. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, you know, it's a big commitment from the college standpoint. I mean, for them to, uh, over a million dollars really to, to put both of those things in, those are necessary things. I mean, we can't, we can't compete in any league or at any level without those things. So, yeah, is it, ne- is it uh, a necessity? Absolutely. Do the players uh, notice it from our team and certainly from the other teams? Absolutely. Do people walking in here notice it? Probably not, but uh, it was necessary. It was well done. Um, it was below cost, so uh, overall, it was a good. It was a good expenditure. So the other night we had the town hall meeting, and you outlined the the plans for the the next uh, stage of renovations to the Lawler Arena. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, and you know, I think I think that you, you kind of hit on the, the hit on the nail there. The next stage. I mean, everything we're doing now, moving forward, we always can do more. It's just what are the minimums that we really are striving to do. Um, at this point, so that so that will be the the blue chairback seats, all chairback seats on both sides of the both sides of the arena. Uh, then adding um, bleacher seats at the one end for our students. So, so those are big things. Putting in two new scoreboards with graphic capabilities, um, which the other night I wish we had had them them in with the malfunctioning of the scoreboards. So we'll have that. And then in the lobby, um, putting in kind of a, a tribute to our past athletes, our student athletes, and some things from Merrimack as well. So it'll be more of a Hall of Fameish look in the lobby. So I think those will all be, you know, help us in imaging, help us in recognizing our past success, and certainly making it a much better atmosphere for people coming to the games. Uh, the big stage, the big thing, of obviously, that people notice the most there will be the chairback seats, as you mentioned. So, in other words, the bleachers that are here today have been here for the, uh, the better part of almost 40 years. Uh, they'll be gone next year. Yeah, we'll take all, basically, once graduation, the, the plan would be once graduation is, is finished in here, uh, then we'll just gut the place with all the, of all the seating, the press box, everything, and uh, you know start the, the rebuilding of, of all the you know all the chairback seats and everything. Now I know that the original plan way back, which of course is you know that's a long time ago, and today now is now. But uh, the original plan was for to pour a concrete foundation. What was the, the what were the what, what was involved in the thought process to to decide whether you're going to do that or not this time around? It's basically a cost issue, Mike. I mean, you know, I, I tried. Just in reading through everything, reading through the numerous plans I saw, talking to a lot of people both here and at other campuses, I'm really trying to get a sense on what can we afford to do, you know, and, and, and I think you have to be realistic with that, you know, given the economy, given the number of alums, this is still a, a young school in reality, and, and, and I think I, I would rather, I, I think we need to know what we want to do and know that we can, can reach the goal. Like I said, we can always add things. I mean, we, we want to add an ability to, we want to add a different entrance um, to, to the rink so it's easier for people where they park. We want to add the ability for people that have Blue Line Club tickets to walk right down into their seats. Those are all things we can do and hopefully the fundraising goes so well we have that extra money to do it. But to pour concrete in here, that would have been an extra couple million dollars. And, and I just, you know, we need to get progress and we need to get this place looking a little better now. Um, and, and so I just felt that that was, a, a, you know, the decision to make. 
So the bleachers that are here now will be gone. The the, the blue permanent chair back seats. What sort of a foundation or, or whatever will they'll, they be they'll on? Be, I mean, my understanding is that they'll probably be, they'll be retractable, um, which will be which will be a good thing. Um, you know, and these are you know we haven't looked we haven't looked at real real specifics as far as uh, as far as the seat. we know the seats we're going to get. We picked those out already. Um, but uh, you know, so so we'll see how it goes. But we still have a lot of work to do, both fundraising and just architecturally to try to figure out. We've also talked about a roof, needing a new roof. Mm-hmm as it currently is and also raising it so it would be higher so those are those are also some aspects of this project that you know in the next year or so we may be able to add yeah you talked about a lot a lot of things the other night just things that you wanted to do uh, can you recap for us briefly I suppose uh, what the cost is involved and where the money will be coming from it's basically about a 1.8 million dollar project which I felt was important to let everyone know and really detail um, I don't think sometimes I think people are afraid to detail what we're going to do and my feeling is let's let let people know they're the ones investing. So about 1.8 million, of which about a million is just compliance type things, um, you know, to make the building, um, you know, railings on the bleachers, uh, make it earthquake and hurricane proof, um, you know, handicap accessible, all those types of things, which was not done the last time they did some things in here. So we're kind of paying the price for that, which it, it is what it is. You can't change that. So that's the frustrating part. Is that's about a million dollars. The rest of it, the cosmetic stuff is. Is more like eight hundred thousand. We've got about seven hundred thousand million dollars, if I remember right. Was was as you said to to make it compliant with yeah. all all of the uh, federal regulations. Yeah, exactly. So so that's necessary. We can't argue about it, whether we like it or not. It is what it is. What's it, involved with that actually? Just you know uh, the town, you know the, the town making sure that everything's right. All these different government agencies making sure it's right. It's it's stuff that you know architects and building people are familiar with. I'm not real familiar with it. That's probably why it's a little frustrating to me. I'm like, really, do we have to spend that much? But the answer is yes. So we, so we got all that, um, you know, really we have to tear down the press box again and, and rebuild that with the new seating and everything. So, so that's kind of, you know, um, so the, the, the cosmetic costs won't, you know, those are pretty attainable, that's very attainable, it's just the other costs so that we can do the cosmetics that, that we've got to raise the money for. How we'll raise it, um, you know, we, we've got a lot of, some major donors in mind, um, you know, and I say major over, you know, $200,000 gifts or so. We have, a couple, we have a couple, you know, several people that have not, come through on their pledges from the previous agreement that I've talked to that I think we're going to be able to get back on, which will be good. We'd like to get one big corporate partner for it. And then we just introduced, um, you'll start to see the stuff on our website and the mailings, a, a buy a seat program where you buy a seat uh, for $500 and your name gets on it for the rest of the time, the seat's here. So um, between all that, you know, I, I think we, we've got about a $300,000 cushion in what we're trying to do if we, if we can raise what we think we can raise. So... Yeah, I think you said the other night that uh, there was about 700000 that was already uh, there from previous work. Yeah, we got $700,000 in the bank, which is good. So that's a good start. So, you know, we're, we're a little more, you know, we're, we're a little more than a third of the way there, which is good. And we've been in, you know, since I got here, we've been meeting with a lot of people. So, you know, in the next three or four months, you know, we'll really know, if, you know, how far we can go with this thing, you know. As a backup, which I hope we don't ever get to, in, for hockey's compliance, if need be, we've already got the money. We could add some chairback seats so that we would be compliant. But I'd like to think a little bigger than that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Another thing that you talked about the other night, you put up the slide listing the, the different standards that mm-hmm. Hockey East has put in place over, over the last couple of years and, and where Merrimack was in relation to those standards. And it looked like the only thing that Merrimack had left to do to be compliant with the standards was the chairback seats. That's exactly it. And I think people get so worried about the standards, and I understand that. And that's one of the reasons we brought it up is, we are compliant with everything right now, except for the chairback seats. And you know, honestly, if we had to do, if they said to us tomorrow, you've got to get them done in two months, we'd get them done in two months. We'd have the money for it. It would be no issue. It's just we want to do better than just the standards. The right. standards are, are the minimums. And, and there's other schools in the league, um, you know, Maine among them, that, that they have big issues. Um, you know, they, 
their visiting locker room is not up to specifications. And, and, and so every there's a lot of schools that have some issues right now with regards to the standards. So it's, it's not just Merrimack. And one of the things I liked was, uh, as you said, doing going beyond the minimums. And, and if, I, if I remember correctly, the minimum for the chair back seats was somewhere between 400 and 500. You're several hundred short of that right now. But rather than just step up to 400 or 500, you're going to make every seat in this arena have a chair back. Yeah, you know, it, it, the, you need to get 400. We're at, we would need 325 more. But I want this arena... I think this arena can be, uh, it's, it's never going to be a Gannis, it's, you know, it's never going to be BC's or, or UNH's, but I think it can be its own special place, and I think chairback seating will go a long way. It'll be very noticeable, it'll be a lot more comfortable to watch a game in here, um, it'll be better for other events in here too that, that the college has. So I don't, I, we have to start thinking, um, you know, we are, uh, we're in the top Division One conference in the, in the country in hockey. We have to start acting like that, um, you know, whether it be on the ice, whether it be off the ice, in everything we're doing, and yet... We've also got to be real realistic with what we can do. That's a tough combination to have and to think about and to put together, but I think we're starting to do that now, and, and that'll be the key for us as we move forward. Now, one of the questions that was raised the other night was what will happen to the seating capacity of the rink. I, I suspect that by turning bleachers into chairback seats uh, on, on either side of the rink, you, you'll lose a little bit of seating there, but then you're going to add the bleachers behind the, uh, the far net, and that will bring some of it back. Yeah, we will lose some seats on either side because of the chairbacks. There's no question about that, Mike, but the bleachers for the students will, will regain a lot of that seating. And for us, since we're in the league, our minimum we have to have is 2,000. We'll have more than 2,000 seats. I, the goal for me is, I mean, and, and being in New England, you know, it's so apropos, I want the Red Sox model. I want to create demand, certainly for our Hockey East games, so that I don't mind. I want to start selling out. It would be nice to start selling out games in advance so we can create demand. So I'm not worried about, well, we're going to cut, we're going to lose this many seats. If we lose 200 seats and we sell out a game in advance, that to me is a good thing to ha happen. And uh, just to be clear again, all this is this would all be in place in time for the start of the next season. That's the plan. This summer, that, that, that is absolutely the plan, and I, my, my feeling is we have to do it. So uh, we've got a lot of work ahead of us. You know, we meaning our staff, myself in particular, but, but also the Merrimack hockey community. This is not a one person or one group's project. It's everyone who cares about Merrimack hockey. I know everyone's out there. That does, there are a lot of people out there that do. We've all got to join in here and, and do this together. All right, thanks, Glenn. Uh, good to talk to you, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Mike.